Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. How are you doing today? Are you well? Is your soul well? Your mind? Are you at ease? Are you having peace in your heart, in your inner man, your spirit man? Is your inner man, your spirit man healthy? How are you doing today in soul, body, and spirit? Oh, is that a good question for you? Maybe you say, well, Pastor John, I'm laying on my sick bed. And uh, if I be honest, by faith I say all is well, but, but I'm not doing so well because if God doesn't touch me with a miracle, I think I will go soon to that heavenly place to be with my Lord forever and ever. But, but you have a family maybe or a loved one, friends around you, and maybe you're struggling with that. Today, I want to encourage you, those especially who are preparing to go to heaven. Maybe you're someone that has reached quite an old age and you know, well, I'm healthy and I'm happy and blessed, but according to my age, I know any day now I could leave this world and be with my Lord forever and ever. Oh, what a glorious day that will be. Or maybe you're someone who are struggling with the death of your loved one, your child. It shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't bury your children. You want your children to bury you, but yet you had to bury your child. Maybe it was because of a sickness. Maybe some accident happened, but somehow you're missing your loved one. Maybe you're missing your parents. You just had to bring your parents to that place where you know you'll never see them again in this world. Maybe a loved one, your wife, your husband, or somehow you're struggling with the loss of a dear friend or a dear brother and sister in your life. Well, I want to encourage you today. And I want to encourage you just like the Bible encourages us. You know, it's sometimes a little bit difficult. I'm an evangelist. I'm a pastor. And of course, as an evangelist, I come into the homes of people and they invite me because there is some sickness there. There's a problem there. And of course, they always expect me to lay my hands upon them and pray a prayer of faith that they will be healed. And I have done that and I have seen many miracles of people who should have been dead by now, but still alive by the glory, by the power and by the grace of God. But Sometimes I come there, not only as an evangelist, but as a pastor. And I know that the word is prepare your house, prepare yourself to meet your Lord. You know, I believe in miracles. I believe that we will fulfill every day of our life that God has written in his book already before the earth was made and formed, that he had a book written with your name in it, with the days that you would be here and I believe we will fulfill all of those days, but sometimes it's time to get ready to go. I put it this way. I say so many people, they want to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Nobody wants to die. Well, if you want to go to heaven, you need to die here. Death for us is not the final thing, the ending of all. Death is not something that should be like a thief that robs us and steals us. No, for us, death, and then I mean the laying down of this earthly vessel, this earthly body, that for us is a door to eternity, 
to be with him forever and ever. And so I want to encourage you. Oh, don't let death creep up on you like a thief to rob you of everything and to put you in a dark grave and that's it. No, for us as a child of God, as a born again believer who have been washed by the blood of the lamb whose names are written in the book of life, for us, we rejoice like Paul. He said, it's much better to be up there than to be down here. But as long as I need to be here, I will be here and I will be happy here. But it's much better to be up there. Oh, my dear friend, it's much better to be up there. Sometimes people are holding on and clutching on to life in such a way, I mean life down here, that I would say, oh, surrender it into the hands of God. I'm not saying give up. That's a different thing, giving up. Oh, and sometimes you need to fight a battle of faith through your sickness and, and through the times that, that the enemy wants to rob you of life. You know it's not your time. You know God said that you would be healed and, and that he would give you more life, more years to your life that he would add them. But, but sometimes people are struggling with faith, with medicines, with doctors, with eternity, with, with the short time here and, and they're just clutching on to something instead of of having that peace and that rest, knowing that the next breath of air is in his hand. Your next heartbeat is there because he gives it to you. Oh, your days are in his hands. And so rest in that, rest in that and be happy. Oh, and when you have lost a loved one in the Lord, I believe every funeral of a child of God in some way or the other should have a joyous, wonderful moment. I know there are circumstances and I had to do such funerals of, of children. I had funerals of children, of their brothers and sisters. I, I've had funerals of young people who just were pulled out of life suddenly because of an accident or something, but they were a child of God. Everybody knew it, active. We don't understand why. We don't always know why. And then some people, they start to question God. They start to question his word, but I'm glad that, that I don't have that because I know that in his hands, all things are well. I give those questions to him that I don't understand. And I, I just ask him to give me peace. So my wife and me for several times had to go through things that we didn't understand, but we left it into the hands of the Lord and he gave us peace and we were at rest. But you know, those funerals, oh, maybe they were not as joyful as a funeral of someone who reached the age of 90 and that they knew their days were finished. But still, going to a funeral of a child of God should be a funeral where there is hope because we know that they have transferred and gone into that better place, that better place. Oh, my dear friend, if your daughter or your son has gone before you, yes, there is grief, there is pain, and you need the great comforter to help you and to heal you. But rejoice today and say, oh, my dear son, I will see you again because I will be at that place where you are right now because the Lord will be faithful as he was faithful to you. He will be faithful to me. It's not a farewell, but it is until we will meet again. That's why it's so important, my dear friend. If you want to go to that place where those are that are in Christ, you need to be in Christ yourself. Don't take a chance with it. We don't know if it will be tomorrow. 
But it says in Isaiah chapter 65, verse 19, it says the sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. There will be no more sound of weeping and of crying. And I want to encourage you today that that place where we will go, and I'm looking forward to it, hallelujah. Oh, I wish I could go there today, but I still have a task to do here in this world. And as long as God will give me strength and breath and strength, I will move forward to preach the gospel But let me tell you, I am ready to go. My wife, my children, we are ready to go. In that way, there's nothing else holding us back here. I'm not saying I have a death wish. I'm not saying, oh, I don't care for my wife anymore, my children. No, I want to see my grandchildren, etc., etc. So I don't have a death wish. But on the other hand, when I think of heaven, that puts such a joy in my heart and in my spirit. If I think my father, he's already there. And so many others, my oldest brother, he is already there. Yes, he died before I was born. He is already up there. But one day I will meet him. I will meet him, John Henry. I will meet my father again. We will share again the wonderful things that God has done for us and for our family. That place, it will be a place where there is no more cause for grief. In heaven, it's a place where there will be no more crying, no more weeping, no more sorrow, no more pain. There are many scriptures that I could quote on in. No more broken friendships up there. No more disappointed hopes in heaven. No more poverty there. No more famine. No more peril. No more persecution. No more slander. They are all unknown there. Oh, my dear friend, some people, they hold on to this world in such a way and all their hope is down here and their whole life is down here and everything they hold dear is down here and everything that's precious for them is down here. And so when they think of death and dying and leaving this place, oh, they are in such despair and pain and sorrow because they don't want to leave because everything is down here. But for me, everything is up there. Hallelujah. Everything is there in heaven. My Lord is there. My God, my Father is there. My heavenly Father. Oh, to be with him and stand before his throne. How wonderful will it be? It will be a place where there is no more pain. Hallelujah. No more persecution, as I said. Oh, and no more death and no more sinful heart in me. Oh, yes. John, what are you saying? Do you have a sinful heart? Well, isn't it so that in this life, I have been born again and I have the new man inside of me. Hallelujah for that new man, a new heart, a new spirit. My dead spirit has been resurrected by the resurrection power of Jesus. Oh, how wonderful it is. I was a walking zombie, as you would say in this world, for them to understand. I mean, this body was alive, but my spirit man was dead in sin. But when Jesus came in my life, he resurrected my inner man, my spirit man, the spirit man who communes and fellowships with God, the creator, and he made me alive. Hallelujah. And my name has been written in the book of life. But while I am here, 
I am also still in this fleshly body that has fleshly desires and yearnings and feelings and thoughts. And that's a battle sometimes. Isn't it a battle sometimes? Paul, he describes it. He says, the good I want to do, I'm not doing it. And the bad I don't want to do. That's the thing I'm doing. Oh, I feel like a wretched man. That's what Paul described about his life, being in the flesh, having that new man inside of him, but also still being in that old man. And for many out there, Even those that are listening to this broadcast today, you're having this battle right now. You love the Lord. You long for the Lord. You want to live holy. But yet that earthly, fleshly heart sometimes puts his head up and says, I want this. I long for this. And you don't want it, but yet your fleshly man is still alive. Oh, but hallelujah. When we go to the Lord, oh, praise God for that. I'm looking forward to that. I will leave this earthly body behind and I will be transformed in the twink of an eye and I will have a new body without all this yearning and longing for the fleshly, earthly things. Oh, how wonderful will that be to be in heaven in that place where you're not pulled to the evil things, pulled to the wrong things, pulled to things that bring a gap between you and God the creator appalled to those things that bring you in sin and bring that awful guilt feeling and that put that shame upon you. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus took it away. Every guilt is taken away. Every shame is taken away. But in heaven, we will be completely free of these things. It will be even better than that. Oh, hallelujah for that. Yes, We will be there in that wonderful place where we will not have to weep, not have to cry out because sin is gone. Guilt is gone. The fear of God's punishment is gone. All these earthly up and down feelings, they are gone. I don't know how it will be completely, but I know it will be wonderful. It will be great, my dear friend, to live in that city that will never be invaded again. To be in that place where the sun will never set, but it will always shine. Oh, God himself is the light that never dims and that will shine throughout eternity always. To drink from that river that will never run dry and to pick pick fruit from that tree that will always have plentiful. Oh, to be there where you will be satisfied day and night with the presence of God, the goodness of God, the peace of God, the joy of God. There is nothing that this world has that you will be longing for once you are up there. Because everything that you want and more so is up there in that wonderful place where we will be immortal and where happiness will exist in us and through us. It will be so glorious, my dear friend. It will be so glorious. And so some of you who are at that point where you maybe have to depart this world. You are going to a better place. You will be with your Lord forever and 
ever. Oh, no more weeping. No more sound of weeping. Every desire fulfilled. How wonderful. Nothing you could wish for there that you would long for because everything will be given unto you. Everything is there. Oh, your ears and your eyes will be satisfied. Your hearts, your heart and your hands will be satisfied. Oh, your hope and your desire and your will, it will be satisfied up there. You will have everything because he has prepared all those things for you and everything is in him. Oh, I don't know how it will be, but the Bible has revealed enough for us to understand that it will be great. It will be wonderful. And yes, of course, now you think of those around you, but once you are up there, oh, it will be so glorious and so wonderful to be with those that went before you and those that are still here. If they are in Christ, they will follow you and we will be together there. It will be so wonderful, so much joy there. And it says in Thessalonians, and I want to read that, First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 and 18. It says, and regarding the question, friends, that has come up about what happens to those already dead and buried, we don't want you in the dark any longer. First off, you must not carry on over them like people who have nothing to look forward to as if the grave were the last word. Since Jesus died and broke loose from the grave, God will most certainly bring back to life those who died in Jesus. And then this, we can tell you with complete confidence because we have the master's word on it that when the master comes again to get us, do you believe in the rapture? Do you believe he's coming for his church? I believe in the rapture. I believe he's coming for me. And if I would die before he comes, I will go to him. But I believe I will go to him. It says, when the master comes again to get us, those of us who are still alive will not get a jump on the dead and leave them behind. In actual fact, they'll be ahead of us. The master himself will give the command. Archangel thunder, God's trumpet blast. He'll come down from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise. They'll go first. And then the rest of us who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them into the clouds to meet the master who will be walking on air. And then there will be one huge family reunion with the master. So reassure one another with these words, or it says encourage each other with these words. Dear friends, dear friends, today, surrender those that passed, that left you, surrender them in God's hand. And if you're ready to go up there, don't clinch till this life down here, but release and just look up to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm looking forward to that family reunion. I will be with you and with those that are in you for eternity. If you're having sorrow and pain right now, let's ask the comforter to touch you. Father, I pray for those that are listening to this broadcast. If they are not ready to meet you, if you would come right now, they would be left behind because they have never accepted you as Savior. Or maybe 
They left you and turned their backs to you. Lord, and in the name of Jesus today, right now, let them make all things right with you, Father, through Christ Jesus, through the sacrifice of your Son on the cross. Let them receive forgiveness right now. And Lord, write their names in the book of life so they have something to look forward to, the greatest thing to look forward to. But Lord, those that are about to leave this world or those that have lost a loved one, I pray in the name of Jesus that through the Holy Spirit, you will comfort them, Lord. You will encourage them, Lord. This scripture that I read out of Thessalonians, that, Lord, it will come in their spirit and in their heart and help them to release that pain and release that sorrow, that they will already experience a piece of that heavenly joy right now through the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that they will have no fear no doubt, Lord, but that they will know they will be with you forever and ever and all things will be perfect. Thank you for blessing them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 